0: Hello, America, and welcome to the program. We're going to start with 13 days left before Christmas. So how do we get into the Christmas mood? We'll do that beginning right now. I will make a stand. I
1: will raise my voice. I will hold your hand.
2: we are one. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck program. I will make a stand.
1: I will raise my voice. I will hold your hand. Cause we are one. I will beat my drum. I have made my
0: choice. We will overcome. Cause we are one. I want to talk to you um, today about a couple of things. I want to talk to you about fake news. I want to talk to you about. Russia. Uh, And I I really want to talk to you about what's happening in the Asian Pacific, um, in the Philippines. What is happening in the Philippines is horrific, absolutely horrific. They are slaughtering people by the thousands uh, because there's a new war on drugs. And the new president of the Philippines has said, we're going to kill any of the drug dealers, and we're going to kill any of the drug users. In fact, I need your help. Citizens, you know a drug dealer, you know a drug user. Kill them. They can't keep up with the murders now. Thousands of people have, um, uh, have been killed. Tens of thousands have turned themselves in, but the prisons are so overcrowded, they don't know what to do with them, so they're just starting to kill them. It is the beginning of Germany. It is the beginning of Germany, and the world is silent. Meanwhile, the same kind of stuff is happening over in the Middle East, and the world is fairly silent on that. Just if, you don't, if you're not Muslim enough, they can kill you. I'm going to share a couple of things with you. I'm going to Haiti this week. Never, this has never been on my bucket list. I'm going to Haiti because of something that you did um, back in 2013. And I want to show you what you did. 2013, I told you the story of children that have been kidnapped and sold into sex slavery. It's happening here in America. It's happening all over the world. There are more slaves today than there are at any point in world history. We haven't solved slavery. It's still going on. We're arguing about slavery that's 150 years old. What about the slaves that exist today? 2013, after we raised a million and a half dollars to start Operation Underground Railroad, I got this letter from a dad Dear Glenn, before you sleep at night, do you check on each of your sweet children? Do you know that they're safe and sound before you close your eyes? Do you have to know that? Because I do. This is not why I've slept since my boy was taken. I walk the streets every night. I walk aimlessly through a different neighborhood every night, listening, listening for his cry. I come home and I sit on my porch until I nod off for a few moments, and then when the sun comes up, I go to work at my orphanage. I can't sleep in my bed so long as my boy is not in his. I can't explain the pain. Months ago, I saw some light when I was introduced to Operation Underground Railroad. They came to my home, they met with me, and they began to investigate. My country doesn't have the ability to search for my boy, but Operation Underground Railroad does. And now they're coming back because of your audience. Your audience has sent them. Thank you, thank you, thank you. May God bless you forever. I know we will find my son. God has told me he is still alive. Gus Marty. I think of Gus quite often because I still haven't found his son. His son was kidnapped and trafficked. Tanya and I were talking about it a couple weeks ago. I, 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 I don't know how I would go on. I would just pray that my son, after a while, was dead. Because I would have to know that he's not still going through that. The first operation they did in Operation Underground Railroad, what happened in Haiti, they rescued 28 children. They were being sold for sex, for labor, and for organ harvesting. Three of Gardy, the little boy, three of his captors were arrested, and Gardy's friends were rescued, but Gardy had already been sold down the chain. and we had to tell Gardy's dad that he wasn't there, he spent very little time in mourning, In fact, this is what he said. Yes, I know. But I also know that you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my boy. If in the end I have to lose my boy so you can rescue even just these 28, then that's a burden I'm willing to bear for my entire life. if that's not the literal story of Christmas, of a boy being born to sacrifice, to save all the other. This week, I'm going to Haiti to visit with and bring Christmas to all of those rescued kids The number just in Haiti now is 200. Seven of these kids are being adopted by three different families here in the U.S. We're bringing the families down. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of children have been saved. Because of you. 4,000 refugees in the Middle East have been saved because of you. I want to talk to you about what the answer is. Right now, I wrote a rather terse response to somebody on Facebook this weekend. Because I got a lot of heat from people saying, Glenn, you're a sellout. You're talking to all of these people on the left. Glenn, you want us to get along with these people. We can never get along with them. Glenn, this will never work. You're being used as a shill. Glenn, these people don't want to talk. Glenn, do you know what these people have done to our country? I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm not stupid. I've asked those questions myself. Do you have a better idea? Does anybody have a better idea? Other than... Well, yeah, their ideas keep doing what we're doing. Yes. Other than just elect someone and then kick the snot out of the left. Just go in and kick all of the people who have been kicking you. See, I have a... I have something on the wall of my office. It's, it, it's the notes kept by Hugh Stafford. He was one of the guys who was kept in the Hanoi Hilton. And he talks about how you're not supposed to judge others and how important it is to forgive others, even if they're not asking you for forgiveness. I can't think of another way that we survive because the world is going over a cliff. And I haven't changed. I haven't changed. I haven't changed my principles on a single one. The principle still is the Constitution of the United States. I don't believe in progressivism. I don't believe that Hillary Clinton would have been better. I, I don't believe any of that. It was fake news that reported I got $109,000 from Hillary Clinton. It was fake news that said I was voting for Hillary Clinton. I believe in the Constitution. But more importantly, I have faith and I have hope because I have seen the charitable works of America. I know what Americans I know where their heart really is. Sometimes it just gets buried. And if we can't find that heart at this time, well, then we don't. We're not the people we are. Then the fundamental transformation of America has happened. You see, the fundamental transformation of America was never about the policies. The fundamental transformation of America was really all about getting you to Shut up and sit down and not be good. They, sometimes the people on the left, they don't believe that we are good. They believe that we do cling to our God and our guns. That we have antipathy to, towards others. That we don't care. But I know that's not true on the left and the right. I know that's not true. There are bad guys on the right and bad guys on the left. But the majority of us the majority of us are Americans for all of the good things that that means. The answer is always faith, hope, and charity. And look what's happening. Our faith on little things, the war on Christmas, but the destruction of tradition, the degradation of, of of all things that are sacred. There's nothing sacred anymore. All the way to the city policy in Houston of turn in your sermons so I can see what you've done. Cling to their God and their guns. The removal of prayer in school. The Quite honestly, the damage that Christians have done to Christianity. What does it even mean anymore? We've lost hope. My children will not do better. The idea that America isn't already great, that we've lost the shining city on the hill. That only one man can do it, one woman can do it. We've put our faith and our hope in men and in parties. We've lost our hope as we attack the family. And charity? Charity's the government's responsibility. We're being told constantly that we're not charitable, that people are lazy, they get what they deserve. We're being divided by hatred and we're not seeing people as people anymore. Faith is perfect knowledge. The perfect knowledge of the things you know that are true but you don't see them. I know who we are, but I don't necessarily see it. You want to have, have faith and hope? You want to really change the world? Give me a minute. I'll show you how we do it. Next. Sponsor this half hour is my Patriot Supply. When life catches you off balance, how prepared will you be? You know, a lot of people think that um, this kind of stuff is uh, just for catastrophic failure. You know, it's crazy to have food supply. No, it's not crazy to have food supply. Quite honestly, I think it's crazy not to. It just adds added stress to your life. Have you ever been in a situation where you couldn't make ends meet? Have you ever been in that situation where you actually have to look at the money in your in your checkbook and say, okay, how do I afford everything I need to, what, what bill have you ever, all of us, have. almost been all of us have been in that. Yeah. All of us have been there. I want you to call my Patriot supply right now for $99, four week emergency food supply. That emergency can just be, I can't make ends meet. So you, you have a week's worth of food for your entire family, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, for $99. If you have a family of four, everybody eats for $99 for a week, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, all the snacks, all the juices, everything. Call 1-800-271-63. Now, this is a four-week emergency food supply for one person or a family of four for a week. Take the stress off. If something catastrophic happens, great, you're gonna be you're gonna be set there as well. But take the stress off, even if it just is the stress of I don't know where I'm gonna be at the end of the month. $99. This is more than half off. 800 dollars $27163. dollars $27163. You have members of your family who are just starting out, this is their first Christmas. Yeah, I know it's not sexy. This is one of the best presents you can give them one 800 271 or go to preparewithglenn.com that's preparewithglenn.com we
1: have one the glenn Beck program
0: mercury One,
1: two,
0: one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. This is the Glenn Beck program.
1: Sign up for the newsletter and get all the info you need to know at glennbeck.com.
0: So, I, we went out, um, we went out on Saturday as a family and as a church, and, um, uh, we found a, a battered women's shelter and um, found out the number of kids there and how, they're, how old they were, et cetera, et cetera. And then we went shopping for them. And as we were shopping for them, it was really quite cool. Five truckloads of toys for these kids. As we were shopping for them, you know, it was, it, we got the boys, the girls took the girls. And so Rafe and Tim and I uh, went in the toy aisle. And I mean, it was, you know, okay, let's buy the things that we would have want. So I was over with the Star Wars thing with Rafe and Tim was over with the Batman stuff. And we, we said to each other, I wish we knew these kids because you know it would have been helpful it yeah. would have been helpful yeah. mm-hmm. however i found out afterwards what the what the church had done which i think is great they we bought them for these for the ages of the kids but then when we and we kept them all separate in the you know the, that's what we did too. okay yeah so do you <laughs> know how they out, did it? yeah
1: and then it turns out all of it goes into like a uh we're a warehouse, like a store, and then the moms all go shopping for whatever. How great so is that? So the moms
0: get what the kids moms like. Get, yes. They, yeah, oh, so that's great. They think yes. the kids want. Or so they know the kids We want. built a toy store for free for these moms in the battered oh, shelter. Really cool. It's a really cool idea. Oh, it's a great idea. Great idea. And I don't know a single person that walked out of there. Well, except for Lorelai, who was really, didn't, she didn't get it. She's my granddaughter. And what is she, two? She's Three. She's three already? Yeah, and she did not get it at all. Really? She's like picking up toys, and when we're (laughs) bagging them up, she's, you know, like, what what kind of dirty trick is this? You mean, mean people. (laughs) She didn't understand the explanation on the way. But other than her, (laughs) everybody else is pretty happy. It restores you. Charity is the way to hope and faith.
1: Glenn Beck Program.
0: Mercury.
1: Bank program.
0: My my sister is coming to visit, um, and I'm concerned because my sister is uh, like by uh, both my sisters are like Martha Stewart on crack. And did you see the did you see the gingerbread house my sister made? Yeah, the yes. Harry Potter one. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah so she made Hogwarts as a gingerbread house, and uh, it has the tables and the goblets and the pictures on the wall everything on the inside <clears throat> you can only see it through the tiny little door but the good news is she's got a chandelier in there that actually lights right like there's internal lighting going on yeah. in the in yeah. in the yeah. gingerbread yeah. house yeah for the stained glass windows in the back you know which is uh
2: they look nice <clears throat> can you eat the thing
0: Hmm. can you eat it uh you don't I, I would assume so yeah i mean a lot of times you they wouldn't want to they... eat the roof cuz she's she's She hand dyed all the pumpkin seeds for the shingles of the roof. (laughs) So anyway, what I'm way too much time. What I'm saying (laughs) is, what I'm saying is, you know, we're crafty, but not like that. And um, the pressure is on. Why is there pressure? Why is there pressure? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, because my sister makes everything. So what? Here's your room. Merry Christmas. Stay. You're staying with us. Don't worry about anything. I don't, have, I don't have a hammer at my house. <laughs> my sister, like, literally, uh, was, I don't remember what it was, uh, like a rocking chair or something. She was like, oh, I, uh, I went out to the woods and I gathered a bunch of wood and, <laughs> and uh, made this. Uh, I just made this. And I'm thinking, oh, well, you know, open up the attachment. It was like a freaking rocking chair. <laughs> like you made it out of wood you collected in the woods. What, what kind of? Seriously, seriously, who does that? Frontier women. Yeah. Frontier, yes, yeah. frontier women.
2: There's something about, too, I think, uh, and this is not necessarily your sister, but it's, there's something about how the extreme effort for something that could be achieved more easily, that's like a genre right. of things that people, particularly on the Internet, oh, no, really no. enjoy.
0: Yeah, wait a minute. My brother milled his own lumber. Look how, I mean, one of these things doesn't belong. I swear I was adopted. My brother milled his own lumber on his own land and built his own house from scratch. Scratch. Like if I don't I, like, make it myself, I don't know if he. I don't know if he had a pottery wheel and he made the toilet too. I don't know, but he made everything. The other option
2: is uh, Zillow. You just uh, <laughs> go there, and there's a I'm, lot of houses. I'm, you I'm can cut buy. from. That. I
0: don't know how we grew up in the same house.
2: Yeah, I don't know either. You because you can do anything. You I can't know. do. Literally, I don't have a hammer. Though so you have that quirky artistic side too, where you like you like to sit around, like you make tables and and you paint and and all of these like you know, uh, you know. For example, uh, and now you didn't do any of the you know work on this, but you've got a uh, a giant uh, picture, for lack of a better term. Uh, of Abraham Lincoln in your office that's made out of 185,000 individual nails 188,000 188,000 individual nails that have been painted and you when you step back you could see Abraham Lincoln in it it's amazing but like it's the type of thing that you you could have just bought a picture of Abraham Lincoln if you really wanted one yeah,
0: but that's not cool
2: exactly it's the story behind it it's the effort is really the 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 hook right and I, no, my
0: brother does it because he's cheap. <laughs> and my brother does That's it. That's Al- why they used to do it. Yeah, yeah my exactly. brother does it because he is the cheapest guy known to man. Like, he, he built his house because he's like, do you know how much lumber is on this land? All I have to do is cut out on all these trees. I can build a <laughs> house with all this lumber. And he did. It's a great skill to have, though. Oh my gosh! It is, especially like I can't visit anything.
1: It's a great skill to have. If something goes, if it goes south like we are afraid that eventually one
2: day it may, it's a good skill to have. It is, although if it doesn't, it's not a good skill to
0: have. Right. For waste of time. It's like yeah. you know what? As <laughs> I'm getting, as less I'm getting, melts down. as I'm getting older, I'm mellowing so much more, and I am really starting to uh, love to work with my hands. I, I mean, I'm, I like for the first time in my life, I'm. Painting all the time now. I'm painting all the time. That's, it's something That's that you It's a little different enjoy, than right? uh, milling your own. No, because I, <laughs> I really, I am, I, I've talked to my son-in-law who's actually crafty like that, you know, can like build things. Oh, yeah, he really is. And um, I, I want to start, I can't believe I'm saying this, buying tools and build a, build a shop in my Oh, I totally believe you buy tools. I think so, too. And I believe I you'll have a shop built.
2: I believe all the things <laughs> you will do to prepare for the action you will not take. Yes,
0: absolutely. <laughs> I will tell you. <laughs> Nobody, did, nobody's got a shop buy, like that. I did buy an old Land Rover. Uh, or Land, yeah, was it a Land Rover? Well, it's a Toyota. Yes. Uh, yeah, Land Rover. Land Cruiser. Land Cruiser, yeah. yeah. I, <clears throat> um, I bought an old Land Cruiser. So my son and I could work on it. I opened up the hood on that thing. We crawled underneath it. You know, we, I tried to teach him all the stuff. I got stuck on, you know, besides... What are you going to teach is your son engine? about working on a car? <laughs> right, right, right. What? No, 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 no. Teach no. Him stuff. No. What? Well, the basic Here's stuff the that I know. Here's where the gas goes, son. <laughs> that's the only thing you can teach Ray from that a is car? the. That's as far as we <laughs> got. The point was, what? I was going to go in and I was going to teach him... You know, and we were going to learn together how to fix a car. Well, then, A, I don't know anything besides that's the battery. Right. And uh, that's the engine. And yeah, that's where the gas goes. And I think this is the axle, and maybe that's the drive shaft. I mean, maybe shot. on a
1: really old Toyota, you could find where the oil goes. Yeah, the oil, it may, maybe <laughs> the oil filter. <laughs> I did not even know
0: that. See, now. that was the problem. That was the problem. I thought, this is a useless skill now. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, because uh, I mean yeah. making fixing your own furniture, being able to f- repair things, make things out of wood, that's good. Anything with your engine, there's nothing you can do. Can't wait a minute. Can you buy one of those engine diagnosis thing that you plug in and it tells you what's wrong with the car? And then if you had one of those, could you fix your own car? No. Impossible. I, still I mean no, no, that's the thing. You, the amount of time you'd
2: spend learning how to do that you could have repaired a thousand cars with what
0: you do well. That's what specialization know, in the economy I know, I
2: know. Is, is is about. There's a great book called
1: The Millionaire Mentality. Have you ever read yes. that? That's
0: not the millionaire mentality. It's the millionaire next door, isn't it?
1: um, I can't remember. I don't know. But there may be more than one book about millionaires. Um, (laughs) His deal (laughs) is there might be. His deal is you know find somebody who can do these things and specialize on what you do best.
0: And and that's I think it's the millionaire mind and the millionaire next door. Those two books make both make that point. Of and I learned this when I was in Philadelphia. Remember that room that my wife and I painted. Yeah, we painted. We had a yeah. we had a dining room and we painted it with red and uh, you know shades of red. looked so great. It, yeah, it had stripes. Great. But it well, took a long time. It took like a week, yeah. maybe two weeks. And he said time. to my wife about you know an hour into it, "This is stupid. <laughs> what is? What are we doing?" And a guy came in, the painter came in because we were repainting the whole house. And the painter came in, and we thought this was a small job so we could do it. And we, fin- we had finished it by the time he came in, and he's, he, looked, he's, he puts his paint stuff down in the foyer, and he looks at the, liv- the dining room, and he said, who did that? And I said, we did. He said, <laughs> what'd you learn? <laughs> and I said, to call you. Right. To call you. Yep. Yep. Because how much money could you make? You're not supposed to do – that's the millionaire mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to do the things mm-hmm. that you're not good at. Pay an expert to do that. It will do half the time. And if you look at your time literally as money – And you're supposed to. You're yeah. supposed to. You
2: time is money. There's another book, of The Rational Optimist, that goes through this as far as specialization in the economy. And they go, they go back through all the, the history of it, back to like the invention of like tools. And what they, sh- what they show, and it's really amazing, is like, let's just say you're good at stuff, Glenn Beck, and Jeffy is, is bad at stuff, which we That's, all know is, right. is, is obviously true. And there's two tasks that you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, even if Glenn is better at both tasks than Jeffy, the most efficient way to move forward and have the most work done is for you to do one of the tasks, Glenn, uh, at your best of your ability, and him, Jeffy to learn as best he can the other one. And what happens is you are able to to uh, create, you know, wealth in a way that's the most efficient possible with your uh, task and the excess of your work. Instead of doing it for yourself, the second task, you use the excess of your work, the profit that you would make and fix what and, Jeffy and, did and, and, <laughs> and spend it on Jeffy or some other, you know, peasant loser like Jeffy uh, to do <laughs> the gosh. actual work. Oh, my um, gosh. Uh, well, I'll not, that. I mean, I hate to insult peasants by comparing them to Jeffy. <laughs> I, I apologize. But it's true. It's the most efficient way that, that works get, gets done. And we see this all the time. You mentioned cars. Um, well, there are a lot of car companies that will tell you when you buy the car, uh, don't attempt yourself to change the tire. Right. Um, and if you listen to those people when they sell you the car, you actually will
0: help yourself yeah, but in the long gonna- run. Who is actually going to go out after they've been told? Specifically. Specifically, don't try to change this tire because you'll do grave damage to the car. Mm -hmm. A, who would buy a car like that? B, Mm -hmm. who would go out in the middle of the night and change the tire? Right. And then, what would be the what would be what the would outcome be the con- of that? What would right? be the consequence that, of you know, that? See, word that's of- the
1: thing. And then, the outcome of changing your tire when you probably shouldn't have done that <laughs> right. might be a five thousand dollar charge <laughs> <laughs> over just
2: letting someone change the tire.
0: It's possible. I mean, I don't know any. You don't story know anybody specifically. Like that. So like- you don't know anybody who is like driving, let's say, to work or something, and. Uh, <laughs> And had a flat. And had a flat. And, and then, then thought, tried to
1: change it and thought, I'm not waiting for an hour and a
0: half. Right, I'm not going to do that. I can conceive I'm a,
1: of something like I'm that I'm a happening. man. I'm a man. I know how to change my own right. tire. And then as you jack it up, the whole thing collapses right. on your uh, rocker panel and right. and also the side panel. And then,
2: and then and all that has to be replaced. <laughs> right. $5,000. <laughs> <laughs> but that is that is something you don't price Listen, in when you okay. think, I need to do no. this work myself. Right. Okay. So the amount of
0: damage bothers. you will do. But here's, like but here's what bothers me. I think they're making cars like this just to keep us out. I think that's probably they true, are. especially with the engine. They, sure. they cover
1: that engine. They they tell you not to change the tire. I mean, change a tire? Of course we can do that. But no, not really, not so much. Not unless you know exactly
0: where that jack to go. Uh, now. Uh, 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 talking to the mechanic, is their you know, giving my car a tune-up and whatever. Talk to the mechanic. Wait, I thought you and Rayford were doing that. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I can't get into my car. Can't, can't get in because the engine sealed. So um, talking to the guy and, like, you know, so can you work on this yourself? And he's like, no, we don't fix anything anymore. We just replace it. You don't, there's nothing to fix anymore. Mm. If it goes bad, you just replace it. What?
2: Well, I mean, you know, it's again, if it was more efficient, I guess I to, guess to fix it, to fix then it. people would fix it. You know, you see this all the time. What people they do these mandatory recycling programs across the country. We must recycle. You have 19 different garbage cans out in front of your your house and everything, and. People don't want to do that. It's, nope. it's insane. You know, it has to be mandatory because no one would do it otherwise. There's no benefit to people uh, when it comes to this. And, and many studies have shown that it actually winds up being a negative economic consequence. Because a city um, of fortune. To because of this, right. Because they, you know, different trucks, different plants, all sorts of things to just separate your garbage. But giant industry, they recycle all the time. Giant steel plants and things like that. They reuse things all the time because it's efficient. And it's a large scale thing. So they will intentionally, not because it's mandatory, because they want to, they recycle materials all the time because it benefits their business and is more economically feasible. And when you have uh, things where instead of forcing people to do them,
0: they're just better. Well, then people will wind up doing them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it's a really positive thing about. I have to tell you, and recycling, it's getting too complex. Has anybody been to the new, I think it's Cinemark? Is it Cinemark? Yes. Um, the movie theaters? The movie theater yeah. that has yes. about eight different garbage cans. Uh-huh. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Like, literally, it's like the tray, the straws, the cups. The, how uh, many? I mean, literally, yes. there are five different choices. And mm. I'm like, come on, guys. You're just putting them in two separate. There's oh, not You five. know, it's all going to the same. I programs. mean, it's going to the same <laughs> shoot. It's out of the same
2: shoe. People wanting to prove that they, you know, are doing something for the environment with no
0: measurable effect. Now, this you're looking for that final gift, and if you haven't started yet, may I recommend family security? Now is a great time to get the uh, uh, Simply Safe Home Security package for a limited time: two hundred dollars off Simply Safe's. Defender package. This has 17 security sensors, a panic button, a blaring siren to scare off would be intruders, a wireless connection to authorities that will dispatch the police the minute something goes wrong. 24 7 monitoring for only 15 bucks a month, and with Simply Safe, there's no long term contract. Make sure your family is safe around the clock and get $200 off at SimplySafeBec.com. Offer ends very soon. SimplySafeBec.com. Do it now. $200 off your Defender security package. That makes the price of this home security 399. Now that's quite a gift if you want to give that to somebody, but if you have a family that is just starting out, what a great Christmas gift that is. 399 and the monthly monitoring is 1495 a month, and there's no contract. Go to simplysafebeck.com right now. It's all wireless, easy to install. Simplysafebeck.com. Go there now.
1: You're listening to the Glenn Beck program. Mercury. This is the Glenn Beck program.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, we're just sitting here talking about it. Stu is just uh, telling me about how poetry and art is dead. Yeah. I didn't... They're both I, I wasn't, a, I wasn't <laughs> aware of forms.
2: this. Both yeah, are, well, well it, it, poetry sucks, uh, and it's never been good. It's always been
0: stupid. It was just something that wasn't was popular. Wasn't it on the
2: show a few weeks ago we discovered yeah. that, or
0: was yeah. it on Pat and Stu? I think it was poetry on this show. can be. I think it no. was. Edgar Allan Poe is unbelievable.
2: Well, but Edgar Allan Poe had nothing to compete with. Uh, he had His competition was the Black Plague. Right? Like People are like, oh, do I want the Black Plague or read a new poem? Oh, well, the oh, poem see, wins in that one. You're only about two to three hundred years old. <laughs> there's plenty off. of poems. Yeah, the point is, there was nothing good. Now that there are things that people actually want to do, poetry's dead. It's, only, it's, it's more used as limericks on Twitter than it is an actual art form anymore. And uh, and you know I think paintings going down the same general. It's a little bit slower because people like visuals a little more, but it's pretty much down too. I hate to break this to you. <laughs> so now, What is it? Just going to be photos? No, no. People will paint maybe for their own enjoyment, but it's not like something that uh, uh, You're saying famous painters. Yeah,
0: there's a, yeah. Name one. Name 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 a, of we're, while we're while we're at the, while we're paint at the every high day, f- give me five famous As painters. As we are at eighty million dollars per piece of art.
1: Well, for the old guys, the old yes. crap.
2: That's what I'm talking yes. about. Dick. Program.
1: Mercury.